Hello, and welcome to Sideways. This week, in an episode recorded just before the lockdown, we're looking back at the heady days of our past, where Martin nearly got beaten up in a pub, and we reflect on our very own Live Aid in the mid-1980s. Nostalgia. Why do you hate the Everly Brothers? I don't hate the Everly Brothers. I just don't particularly like... Uh, that, that dream song which, I, I was going to sing a bit then but I which, noticed Everly, which Everly Brothers song do you like <laughs> I can't remember you caught me in the hop Everly Brothers wise uh, yeah so anyway we're not, we're not Good. Uh, yeah it's quite that's quite loud uh, I don't know what's happening there um, hasn't got the echo on has it oh probably so um, we're not talking about the Everly Brothers this week then. no we're not no no I, I don't know we even just Wanted to bring that up, to be honest. But, we shouldn't. Um, this is is this a coronavirus-free episode? It's uh, yeah. Well, it's yeah. Potentially, it depends when this goes out. But yeah, we're we're just seeing the tightening up, aren't we? Outside, yeah. Of uh, meetings being cancelled. We're having a meeting here, aren't we? We are having a meeting here. We're going against government advice, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're virtual. We're, we're anarchists. <laughs> Although you couldn't, you couldn't really describe this as a um a large gathering could you not or two just no. you me and daisy daisy the dog yeah not really yeah no it's not but um I, what i did want to talk to you about yeah on a more serious matter yes uh, nostalgia oh yeah, yeah i remember that oh, yeah <laughs> I, th- just, I, th- I think <laughs> we mean the times when we weren't in a global pandemic uh, yeah do you remember those it's <laughs> <laughs> like to have been there forever now isn't it? um i think we all spend a lot of time looking back don't we Seeing things, we see things as better in the past, don't we? Yeah, definitely. I, mean, I, I quite often find myself. Uh, do, do you have a particular decade that you go to? Oh, that's, oh, that's it. That's, that's your my phone. phone. My phone's typical. Gone. I'll turn that off. So. Yeah, you should. Which oh, is what I tell you every single week. I know. And you never listen. I'm just so popular. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a. Is there a particular decade you find yourself going back to when uh, you are nostalging? Um, yes, probably. Um, late 70s well yeah well late 70s early 80s I would say yeah I always find myself back in the 80s yeah I think um, you know that that, I think it's that glorious period between um, turning 18 and leaving and leaving home so that period before we've got no real responsibilities you've grown up as an adult yeah um, and you're partying all the time yeah everything everything seems to be rosy yeah and you You've got your parents to look after you and to, to house you and feed you and clothe you and everything's... And you can just go down the pub. And you could just go down and you could... Yeah, yeah, it didn't do me any harm, did it? No, no, no. <laughs> I literally was in the pub, I think, every single day in those days. Yeah, I remember, I remember you did have quite a... Um, you, you, you were quite thirsty, weren't you? That I was, time. I had thirst on me. <laughs> but yes, I look back with great fondness to those days and they always... Yeah, do you find yourself also always drawn to the same sorts of events? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. But I, see, the reason I want to talk about nostalgia is well, it's, originally you we, worried I was going to put you off, weren't you? Then I was, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I dragged it back on. I'm getting good at this now. Um, there was I was reading um, when Saturday comes. Oh yes, the, which uh, you very kindly set up a script, subscription for me. I, I think it's for birthday or for Christmas, and yeah. it was. Uh, and it's it's a fantastic read. I don't. Uh, they should they should sponsor us, really, shouldn't they? Even though we never talk about football, yeah, they haven't got any money. Though. <laughs> no, 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 they haven't. No, they're they're flat broke, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but there was I was reading it, and um, there was a bit in there that was talking about nostalgia in football. Right. Okay. And it, and it said the phrase they used was nostalgia, like all addictions, takes hold slowly. 
Mm. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Nostalgia taking over something. Let's talk about um, how they sort of yearned for, you know, when the back pass rule was was different and, uh, you know, the change to before you could have three subs and you could have yeah. one and you get, you yeah. know, so an outfield player had to go in goal all the time. Oh, I, I love that. That was fantastic, days. wasn't it? I'll and, tell you what I miss about um, football in the olden days. Yeah. Go on. I reckon if I gave you. 50 guesses I don't think you get this Okay Well I'm going to take None of those chances <laughs> Spill the beans I, I miss Really muddy pitches Yeah I, I think that's You're right When you look back at On YouTube You look back And they've got matches From the 70s And the 80s And stuff yeah. Absolute quagmires They were playing yeah. And they're, they're absolutely brilliant I love that It's made for a much more Interesting game It was It was a lot slower Wasn't it Because yeah. <laughs> the, the ball Just wasn't, wasn't moving but um, I think, yeah, I think uh, yeah, the, the Premier League and that, you know, before, before big money came along, before Premier League came along, and it's, uh, it was, um, hey, that's yours, isn't it? That's your phone. It's <laughs> superb. <laughs> How annoying. Oh, right, you've turned it off. Yeah, okay, I have, you yeah. haven't stopped recording. No, I haven't. No. Oh, this is this is fragmented. This is going to take a little bit of editing. This to sort you out. Um, yeah, so going back to the, the nostalgia, like all addictions, takes takes hold slowly. It says, you know, first you long for the good things from the past, yeah. but gradually you sink into it so deeply you even be, begin to pine for things that you bitterly despised at the time. The next thing you'll know, you're one of those people who reposts social media memes announcing how good the 60s and 70s were, but in reality, kids surrounding garden ponds had ringworm and nobody believed them about the Scoutmaster. Oh. oh. Oh, we better not go there. We're not going there. We've got quite a lot of stories about that. We had another day, I reckon, that one, don't you? <laughs> but more, but more part. <laughs> we can't go into it at the moment. And that's... You're nervous about that all coming out, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah. I am. But okay. we're, we're Should we draw a discreet veil? We'll deal, we'll deal with that at a later stage. <laughs> okay. And we're a bit braver. <laughs> Once we consult their lawyers, I think, probably best. <laughs> but, um, you see, this looking back and discounting the bad stuff that happened in the past and just looking at the just look at the good stuff it really takes hold in recovery um, and we filter out you know we look back and we, we can be as recovery goes on we can filter out those uh, the horrors that the addiction brings uh, just for example I think that um, for me for me I still get it with beer gardens I think we've talked about that in the past haven't we yeah I yeah, do we have. Yeah, yeah, we, we, have, we, we touched on it haven't we but yeah we have touched on it and you've said that to me before and I'm, it's one of those things that you've said that I think I don't really I don't really you don't get, get it. I don't get it. So you explain it. To okay, me. yeah, I, I will. I look at. I'll, 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 uh, perhaps I can illustrate it. How about that? Yeah, yeah I will. We're going to draw a picture. Uh, not really. That wouldn't work on here, would not it? Really, but no. uh, I'll try and draw a verbal picture. Um, there's a there's a, there's a, a, a beer garden yeah. that backs onto Rochester Castle. Right. Okay, I don't know what the name of the pub is. I can't remember. It's a lovely setting. Mm-hmm. And it's out around the back of it. So you can sit out there and there's there's no cars going around the road there. And it looks directly out across onto the to the gardens and then up, up to the castle. It's a, it's a, it's a lovely setting. Yeah. And uh, I, have to, I have to be careful there because I walked past there not that long ago, or last summer, and it looked really inviting. You know, there's a, there's a little band playing, a little two piece band playing there. Yeah, it was a lovely hot sunny sunny day, and it was packed out. I mean, people were were having fun, and it could easily have lured me in. Um, well, I say it could have easily, it wouldn't have lured me in, but I can see the attraction, and it's still now in the back of my mind. Think makes me think, oh, that looks really good. Now, I, that that's that is the, the rose tinted colour spectacled look back 
at those really because I know in reality my my relationship with beer gardens was horrendous really was it yeah it was well I spent a lot of time in them um, and it wouldn't be you know having a couple of uh, quiet drinks and listen to to a nice band and you know toddling off into the, into the warm sunset yeah. I'd be drinking till I'd, I'd sort of fall out or fall under the yeah, you know, under the chair, you have to be dragged out under the uh, sunshade. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually quite surprised that you spent so much time in beer gardens because I would have thought that it was too far away from the bar for you. Um, it was. It was no, not normally. It was okay. That that's a. Pre- I'd have two on the go, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. You have to prepare these. Do things. you think so? In the height of your drinking. Yeah. Uh, do you think? Do you think you enjoyed drinking in the summer more than um, drinking in the winter? I, I think most people feel better in the summer anyway, don't they? Generally, so, yeah. but it, it was it was an extra experience, and to be honest, it it brings out a lot of people. I think I Do felt you think summer's harder for an alcoholic. Um, no, oh. no, I don't think. I, I think for summer I, in recovery, I mean. Yeah, in recovery. No, I think the seasons are irrelevant. Really, mm. uh, the, the horrors are always there. But I, um, the reason I ask is because you know if you. If you're out on a lovely summer's day yeah. and you go past a pub, you see lots of people outside drinking and having fun. Whereas if it's not that sort of weather, you know, yeah. in a way, you can perhaps more easily turn a blind eye to what's going on in the pub. Not really, no. <laughs> so, oh, you need to drink 24-7 anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I, I think there was a certain... I, I felt if everyone, if everyone is outside drinking, I could quite easily just slide in there and be fairly anonymous, really. Yeah, um, you know, alone with my drinking. It, yeah, I think my relationship with with beer gardens was probably at its worst. When do you remember? Um, I've talked about it before. Um, I had a couple of sort of uh, breakdowns, and yeah. I disappeared off. We've touched so places on places beginning with W. We, yeah, we touched on that on another episode. Yeah. Um, well, I spent a lot of time when I ran away um, in beer gardens, mm-hmm. and there's this there's a strange feeling at first. I thought, do you know, what? I'm I'm experiencing a bit of freedom. Mm-hmm. freedom from my you know for the horrors of, of of my life at that time what was going on around me i felt i was having a, had a bit of freedom but in reality i was, I was bloody miserable that's and, uh, i tell you that it's very interesting that because i was just having a conversation with a client just this week about how when you're feeling a kind of visceral emotional pl- pain quite often there's a very strong desire to get outside as if, yeah, as if being outside, as, as if getting outside of your house in some way in and of itself will soothe the pain, which is kind of what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, I do not. I can understand that. Yeah. I so really, I don't think... I really can. Yeah, so I don't think that that feeling is... Uh, I don't think that's just a, uh, an addict's, an alcoholic's no. feeling. I think no. that's something about us trying to get away from a, a very um, significant pain that we're feeling yeah i think so i mean um when i run away again that was really just to to give me a break from what was going on around me mm. and it meant i could totally immerse myself in drinking there'd be there's absolutely no one there who's going to stop me mm. i could go to places where i was i was completely unknown mm. and so you know if i went into Maystone, for example I'd always be bumping into people who'd be wondering what i'm up to but you know further afield it was easier to to sort of disappear as it were mm. um but I remember sitting in these beer gardens and, and, saying, and, and thinking after a couple of drinks, you know, this is not really, this isn't really doing it. I couldn't, I couldn't stop thinking about the worries I'd put on hold, as it were. So I thought I was putting the worries behind me and immersing myself in, a, in my drug of choice. But these horrible nagging feelings would still come back, which is why I couldn't run away forever. Yeah, you, can't run, you can't run away from yourself. Can you, you? you can't, no. And I remember, um, I remember watching a, a video of, of Russell Brand 
and, and he was watching a video of himself um, taking heroin. Um, and and uh, it was in a dirty old flat, and it was a it was a pretty horrible thing to watch as he sort of cooked up and prepared himself. Um, and he said, looking back on that, he had a pang of nostalgia mm. for the person and the behaviour in the video. So that's um, kind of like your point that you were making earlier about looking back on the past with rose-tinted yeah. spectacles, but not thinking of actually how miserable you were at the time. Yeah, exactly. Because I can remember when I think back to the 80s, and I always look upon that time with great fondness, uh, I was actually pretty miserable for a lot of the 80s. Were you? <laughs> 80s, yeah. It was quite hard. I thought it was quite, I thought it was quite hard. I, mean, I think that's quite a hard time of your life anyway, your 20s quite often. You know, trying to make sense of yourself yeah. and who you are. <clears throat> quite a narcissistic time. But I'm not sure I navigated it terribly successfully. Oh, well, I suppose history would show that you've, you've done all right. You know, it didn't, didn't hold you back too much, did it? it is, uh, I think that um, it, 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 I just feel I've got to be careful about what I remember. I've got to be careful about how I interpret those events. It's about in the 10 past. years you don't remember at all. Well, well exactly. There's a, <laughs> there's a big old blank spot in there. But, um, going, you know, going back to that Russell Brand situation, um, you know, he, he filtered out the bad bits from his memory, even though he's looking at a video of him actually doing it. Yeah. which is a very vivid memory because we look back and it's fragmented. And he it, it, it had an actual, you know, a, a, a two or three minute video of himself doing that. And we look back at it at life, just very fragmented, just a few seconds of, of, of memory, don't we? Yeah, well, it makes me think about a conversation we were having before a few weeks ago about um, how it's easy for us to kind of romanticise a destructive part of us. I think we do do that. I think there is a... You know, so you look back at a time when you were um, off your head all the time on drink or drugs. It is quite easy to romanticise a part of that because there will have been perhaps an aspect of that persona, an aspect of that part of life that from a distance doesn't perhaps look quite as terrible as it was when you were living it. No, it doesn't. I think certainly with alcohol... There's this bravado that goes about around it as, as well, isn't there? Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, if people think about, uh, or talk about their mates, oh, he can hold his drink, yeah. as if it's something really good to be able to do. Yeah. When in reality, people used to say that about me, and I was sort of proud of it, but yeah. it, it was really just hiding the fact that it was putting, a, I suppose, a, a gently positive spin, or gentle positive spin on what was becoming an increasing problem for me. But so, so, many, so many of our stories, so many of the stories we remember from our past yeah. are drink related aren't yeah, they, they? Are, yeah. so many of them actually are also about friends that were absolutely off their heads yeah, yeah. i mean you know like people falling asleep in their curries or that's it yeah and it's and we see that as funny don't we yeah well it was funny at the time yeah. and it's, it's it's still funny but, the, uh, but you know if that particular person went, went on to develop a, a drink problem as i did yeah um it was a bit of an illustration of what's likely to be happening in the future to that point. Right, I mean, so I always used to find it funny when you used to just disappear without saying goodbye, as we've discussed before. <laughs> well, but we have, Actually, yeah. that wasn't a terribly, you know, that wasn't a good indication, was it? That it no, it wasn't, It no. wasn't a sign that everything was well. It wasn't normal behaviour, was it? Let's no. put it that way. No. It wasn't normal really. behaviour. Um, I think we, you know, we can, we do completely forget the latter stages and the carnage of, of you know, what our, our addiction is. As bore, we can we remember the the good parts about our drinking or the, the parts of when it before it became a, a real problem, um, but it, it can turn out to be, you know, it can be a major cause of relapse. 
if we look back and we filter out this bad stuff, I've seen it happen so often that people then think, well, perhaps it wasn't so bad after all. Right. And I think that's a real problem. And I, Well, I know it is because I, I have to pull myself back from, from doing exactly that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, having spoken to lots of other people, they they say they have to do exactly the same. So what happens there? You kind of look back at your drinking past. Yes. You think about the, I don't know, the friends or the, the experiences you've yeah. had and you uh, disconnect yourself from the kind of loss of control, yeah. the destructive aspects of yeah. that behaviour, and you and what, and then you kind of say to yourself, "Actually, I could have all that good stuff without all the bad stuff." Is yeah. that what you tell yeah, yourself? Yeah, you do. Yeah, very much. You think that, uh, especially if you think you've been, you know, clean and off the drink for for some time, you think, "Oh, I'm probably all right now to go back and see if it's going to be all right," mm. because it wasn't so bad in the old days. Yeah. Uh, it does. It gets the, the bad, the bad shit leaves your memory yeah. conveniently and so it's, it's it's sort of wise to I find going to groups and reminding myself when I see other people's behaviour which reminds me of myself uh, when I was at that stage it, uh, it it keeps me on track do 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 you ever find anybody uh, in recovery who um, does express a nostalgia for their old addicted self um, <laughs> not not um, not really no not the not the yeah. not the destructive part okay. but what do you mean a, then? a kind of a, a loss of that part of themselves that they recognize was very destructive and probably caused them a lot of pain but actually there's something about it that is that they miss they're comfortable going back to that comfort thing yeah. i suppose yes yeah. but not really i don't think everyone that comes into recovery was said before changes yeah you know after a period of sobriety you change as a person and you look back one of the things that makes us relapse is looking back and um, and and seeing these seeing the past as good, but also one of the problems is looking back and then rebeating yourself up for the things that were bad. Yeah. And so the and it's normally around the carnage we've caused others. Yeah. So we don't uh, if we dwell on those too long, um, again we can sort of fall into self pity and, and, and want to hide from that those horrible emotions that are starting to resurface. But it's part of the process, the healing process, isn't it? Really. It I'm is opening up those boxes and yeah, definitely, definitely. But does that mean then that when you look back at your past, um, I mean, even when I ask this question, it sounds a bit ridiculous. But does it mean that you can't think, you don't allow yourself to think fondly about any past memory and experience that involved drink? Uh, no, no, it doesn't really. I, I, I don't. I, it's, I, I think we had quite a lot of them. <laughs> we, did, well, we did, and I just going back to the old John Cooper Clark analogy, where you know it's uh, it, it seems to be in three stages with with drink and drugs. You know, first it's fun, then it isn't, and then it's hell. Yeah. And and so you you know the memories of the the good memories you had are right at that beginning part, aren't they? Yeah. And, and for me, that's so long ago now. Yeah. Because it it became a, it became a problem, then it became hell. Um, you know, uh, spread over several years. So it's, it's a, to go back to that time where it was actually a handleable um, pastime, I've got to go back an awful long way, and I can't really remember it a great deal of that. Yeah, it's always been an issue to me. It's to be interesting honest. because then, so when I think back to, to memories that I have of you and I, yeah, when we were drinking, um, you know, my kind of fondness for that memory might be completely different from the experience you have when you think about it i mean i almost feel like you've had an affair <laughs> what with that you've kind of erased our entire history i was behind your back and had an affair with some alcohol well no no but you know you know how well you probably don't know this because you know why would you but you know i've many many times had 
conversations with people where their partner has uh, had an affair and they feel as if their entire relationship is then oh, just I see. a sham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I, get, I, feel, I get what you're saying now. I feel as if <laughs> our relationship with drink is a sham because, you know, when I was enjoying spiralling around a snooker table in the 147 club at <laughs> past 11 at night, you were actually in some sort of private hell. <laughs> well, I was starting to get there, wasn't I? Yeah, I wasn't. You probably were, yeah. I think I was, I was just hoping and praying you'd get a half-decent break so I could go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> we I couldn't remember the day after who'd won, could we? Uh, no, yeah, I, yes. Yeah, I can remember us not remembering. Yeah. It doesn't have a weird dichotomy. Yeah. But it does, I mean, when this comes up in group and people say, you know, I, th- you know, I had this real urge that perhaps things weren't so bad after all and you know, perhaps one drink would be all right or, you know, I could have a couple of drinks and then stop again. And we always r- remind them to, to, to use the, the running the video forwards rule, you know, so you can say... You know, remember where it did take you. Look back and, and see where that one drink took you in the past. Yeah. And because, you know, it reminds you when you do when you run that video forward as to where one drink or, or one line or one crack pipe will take you. And it's yeah. not a nice place. No. Um, but I've, I just want to... Can I just... I want to do a little analogy here, all right? Just, just to draw a little... Um, little <laughs> feel, anecdote, feel free. It's a little anecdote, if you like, yeah. because I think it's, it's quite important. Again, looking back, um, do you remember... The Rock Against Racism gigs, they were around yeah. sort of the late 70s, yeah. really, when the, when the National Front were, mm-hmm. were rampant, weren't they? And yeah. uh, the, there was extreme right-wing people flying about. And I remember going up to um, a village hall. It was in East Farley, East Farley Village Hall. <laughs> Just okay. a sort of place for a Rock Against Racism gig. It was a Rock gig, Against yeah. Racism gig, all right? And it was, it was, I really enjoyed the build-up mm. to go in there. There's a load of my mates going up, and there's a lot of people that I knew going up there. There's quite a, a lot of people meeting up. And, um, and there's a couple... There's, I think there was three bands that were due to play, and I really wanted to see them. I remember the first band started playing, and I was really getting into it. It was really nice. And suddenly, the doors burst open, and this army of skinheads turned up. Right. All right? And they, they indiscriminately, they just started beating people up and, and robbing anyone that had, that, that had weed or drugs on them. Yeah. And, um, and that... It completely destroyed the moment, obviously, because everyone f- sort of rushed out of the hall. Yeah. Those that could drag themselves out, they weren't beaten to, to, to a to pole. Yeah. Uh, and, and to try to escape. And I remind myself that, that a return to drinking would be like that. Uh, my first drink would, it would be quite great, which was sort of illustrated by the first band coming on. But the next two or three equivalent to that gang of skinheads turning up. I say vodka is like a gang of skinheads. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. And uh, I remember how frightened I was at the time when that was all going Did on. Did you get away? I, I, yeah, I got, a, I got a glancing blow as I was sort of leaving the door. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was just, a, it was just a, it scudded off of someone else. Was, uh, uh, someone had thrown a punch, and it sort of glanced off someone else and caught me on the back, uh, just behind the ear. I suppose that's where the analogy sort of diverts from real life, doesn't it? Because you got more than a glancing blow from vodka, didn't you? <laughs> I did. <yes. laughs> I mean, it really had you down, didn't it? <laughs> it a good By kick. the throat. It, it was the, it was the, it was okay. the, it's, yeah, it's the Mike Tyson really of. Gave the, you a Proper kicking, it did be a proper beating, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's uh, looking back. That's reminded me of, uh, of around of that, well, around where well, it would have been later, wouldn't it? Have been mid eighties when after um, Live Aid, yeah. And do you remember there was a spate of sort of spin-off gigs locally? Yes, yeah, Live yeah. Aid. We we did some of those, didn't, didn't we? we? Play Lenham Aid. <laughs> we did. We did play Lenham Aid. I think. Yeah. I think we did several, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Really I went playing down at Gillingham and, and various ones, and I remember that was good. That Gillingham, that was um, 
Was that Gillingham Aid? <laughs> Gillingham Aid. <laughs> Midway yeah. Aid. Major. I don't know what it was, but it was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. And we didn't get paid. Well, no, it was a charity Exactly, gig. <laughs> yeah, we did it because we were put out the goodness of our hearts. <laughs> Anyway, that's quite a nostalgic yeah. look at those sort yeah, of things. Yeah, that's really made me think quite a lot about the past. Yeah, yeah. I might go and get out some photos now of, of the past. Yeah, we'll, we'll just start posting those online, I think, so people can see. Ah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea, yeah. Yeah. What, photos of us from the past? Yeah. Without yeah. drinks in our hands? Without drinks in our hands. Well, I'd have trouble finding one of me without drinks in my hands. I'd have to go back to my... <laughs> have to go back to school days. Those school snaps, you know, <laughs> with the dodgy haircuts and the little silly little grin. But, uh, yeah. Oh. Anyway, I've run out of notes. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to add on to the end of that. Probably it now. We should quit while we're ahead before the virus gets us. Well, this might be our last little recording before the the regulations. Before the lockdown. Yeah, before before 1984. Before the establishment get hold of us and banish us to our... Although we could try and do some online, couldn't we? Yeah, we'll we'll keep going if we can. We will, yeah. In these these dark days. We'll try and do it by Zoom or Skype or whatever whatever we can sort out, I'm sure. Mm. All right, well, hopefully I'll um, see you next week. Well, yeah, either in person or... Or virtually. Or virtually see you. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Bye. 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 Sideways was created by Graham Landy and Martin Pankhurst. If you want to read more about our work, visit grahamlandywellbeing.co.uk forward slash sideways dash podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and you can email us. And finally, we want to thank you for listening and ask that if you've enjoyed what you've heard, that you spread the word. And we'll see you next week.